Welcome to New Providence Missionary Baptist Church, where we envision to build a biblical community of loving believers, which have a personal relationship with God and each other, modeling the pattern of lifestyle of Jesus Christ. Join us now as we prepare our hearts and minds to hear and receive the Word of God from the man of God, Senior Pastor Rev. Nathaniel Wood. My brothers and sisters, let me briefly give you a snapshot of the backdrop in which the scene of our text is canvassed in. This was among the darkest hours in the history of the kingdom of Israel. Times had never been worse in its capital city of Samaria. Ben-Hadad, king of Aram, had besieged Samaria and had stopped all supplies from going into the city. With resources dwindling inside the city walls and all supply lines cut off, conditions within the city became disastrous. According to the closing verses of 2 Kings chapter 6, the lack of resources and famine were so bad in the city of Samaria that the Israelites forsook their God-given ceremonial laws and had begun to eat that which was forbidden for them to eat. They started eating donkeys. Not only did they eat foods that were forbidden, but they also went as far. Now you can talk about being desperate. They went as far as eating their own children. <laughs> and to make matters worse, the king of Israel was not a righteous king. But he was an evil king named Jehoram, who was the son of King Ahab. Y'all remember Ahab? Like his father Ahab, Jehoram had led God's people astray for Jehoram despised God's way. And now that the kingdom of Israel is in a major crisis, King Jehoram adorns himself in sackcloth, the clothing of humility. But Fred, 
didn't humble himself. He maintains his arrogance and then has the nerve to threaten the life of the prophet Elisha. Blaming Elisha for all of the woes of the Israelites. In his anger, King Jehoram sent a messenger to bring back to him Elisha's head. But the messenger was kept from entering into Elisha's house by some of the elders of Israel. Elisha, the prophet, gives him a message to take back to King Jehoram. And this was the message, that by this time tomorrow, food would be in such bountiful supply in Samaria that at the gate of the city you will be able to buy flour for little of nothing. The messenger, after hearing Elijah's message, says, wait a minute. If the Lord would make windows in heaven, might this thing be? In other words, the messenger was saying to the prophet Elisha that even God does not have the power or the resources to turn this situation around. And New Providence and friends, I stop by to tell you, it's a bad thing to doubt, to limit, or deny the power of our God. <laughs> our God is awesome. He's all-powerful. He can do anything but fail. So Elisha says to the messenger, because you believe this, you shall see it with your eyes, but you won't be able to eat <laughs> thereof. This brings us up to the selected verses of our scriptural text for the day. That was just the backdrop. Well, the Bible says that outside of the gate of Samaria were four men who were lepers. Now you good Bible readers know that lepers were not welcomed into the city. They were required to live outside of city limits. And they were not permitted to have any physical contact with anyone other than another leper. Leprosy isolated them physically, 
emotionally and spiritually from others. Lepers were the outcasts of their society. Now, I told you things were bad in the city. So if things were bad in the city, if there was a famine in the city, you know that things were bad for these lepers who were outside of the city. Listen to me good. In order for these lepers to get food and supplies, they had to shout from a distance to some family member or friend who would get what they needed from the market and leave it outside of the city gate in order for them to pick it up and take it back to the leper colony. But now, listen to me good, in the city where there was provision in the past, there's now a terrible famine. Somebody say famine. So, with the famine being in the city, the concern of family and friend for the lepers has now diminished because they now found themselves in need and in deep desperation. In other words, family and friends stopped showing up at the city gate for they themselves were desperately searching about the city looking for something to eat for themselves. These four lepers found themselves sitting at the city gate in desperation. Deacon Cleon, what do you do when desperation shows up and knocks on your door. What do you do when it seems like all of your resources are drying up and vanishing all around you? What do you do when it looks like your future is uncertain? <laughs> listen, listen to me real good. Even with the presence of the Holy Spirit in the life of the believer, there are times in this thing we call life when we are driven to the point 
of desperation. Oh, come on, y'all. Come on now. And you know what I found out? I found out, Leon, that desperate people, saved or unsaved, will entertain doing some desperate things when their back, oh, come on, y'all, is up against the wall. Anybody in here, has your back been up against the wall and Desperation kicked in. <laughs> Listen, when things appear hopeless, I'm here to tell you that desperation can get the best of all of us. I don't care how much you pray, how much you shout, how much you speak in tongues? How much you dance? When desperate times show up, desperation can get the best of us. You know what? When desperate times show up, some things that some of us said that we would Come on, y'all. Never do. We found ourselves entertaining and even sometimes acting during desperate times. Let me give you a practical example. Some of us said, I ain't doing nothing else for that child of mine. Come on, y'all. Come on. Let's be honest. If they get in trouble, they go to jail, I ain't bailing them out. I ain't going to see them. But then they ended up in jail, and we showed up with bail. Come on now. Come on now. four lepers were at the point of desperation. They were sitting at the city gate starving to death. Abandoned by family and friends. And seemingly these lepers appear to be Stuck in their predicament. Their situation looked, somebody say looked, it looked hopeless. Remember, famine was in the city. People in the city were starving. They were outside sitting at the city gates. Their situation seemed hopeless. But, somebody say but. These four lepers 
determined, somebody say determined, that that desperate situation was not going to strangle all of the hope out of them. And I want you to know today, I want to ask you a question. What is the source of your hope? Mm, 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 mm. These lepers were in troubled times. They were in a hopeless predicament. But they did not allow their predicament to strangle all of the hope out of them. So I ask again, what is the source of your hope? I don't know about you, but I can say with the songwriter, my hope is built... <laughs> On nothing less than Jesus' blood and his rights. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but holy. Somebody say holy. That means completely lean on Jesus' name. So, the Bible said, that these lepers looked at each other and began a conversation amongst themselves. They said, why stay here until we die? If we say we'll go into the city, we know the famine is there and we'll die. <laughs> and if we stay here, we will die. So, so, so let's go over to the camp of the Arameans and surrender. If they spare us, we live. If they kill us, then we die. Lord, have mercy. These four lepers understood and recognized that in order to deal with their desperation, they must do one of three things. Either they must Retreat from it, remain in it, or relocate <laughs> to another place. And, and, and since we're talking about desperate and, but determined to survive, I want to say to you who are watching and listening today, there's only three choices that you must make 
in order to deal with your desperation. You either can retreat from it, remain in it, or relocate to another place. Can, can, can I have about three more minutes? Somebody say retreat. Now these four lepers had the option to retreat. That means to go back and do what they used to do. They could have gone back to the leper's colony. But guess what? At the leper's colony, there was no food. <laughs> so if they went back to the leper's colony, guess what would have happened? They would have died. And the message to somebody today is that I know you're desperate right now, but you don't need to go back and do what you used to do. Because what you used to do didn't help you, won't help you, and you might as well have a change. These four lepers said, okay, we can either retreat. But secondly, they said, you know what? We could remain <laughs> right where we are. And where were they? They were sitting outside of the city gate. They said, if we sit here, If we, in other words, become complacent. In other words, if we sit here and keep doing the same thing and expect, oh Lord, have mercy, our situation to change, they had enough sense, Fred, to say if we sit here, we're going to die. But then they said either we can retreat, we can remain where we are, but if we retreat and remain where we are, we're going to die. But then survival mode kicked in. <laughs> they said we're desperate, but we still want to survive. We are determined <laughs> to keep on living. So that means we only have one option. We can go turn ourselves in <laughs> to the Arameans, who are our enemies. We can go and say, I surrender. And they may have mercy on us, 
and uh, just take us as captives. But if they kill us, we're going to be dead anyway. <laughs> if we retreat, if we stay where we are, we're still going to die. Come on, y'all. So they decided to relocate. You know, you know what I say that relocation meant? That relocation meant that they were determined to survive. In other words, even though they were in a desperate situation, even though they were thinking about turning themselves into the enemy, they still had a hope and trust that possibly their days may get better. You know what, you know what these, these four lepers were really saying? Even if we give ourselves over to the enemy, that the Lord can still make a way <laughs> somehow. The Lord can still save us and deliver us even from our enemies. Well, the Bible says, I'm through, I'm through y'all. That these four lepers decided to relocate. They decided to take their chances and go into the enemy's camp. Because in the enemy's camp, there was provision. But the Bible says, as these four lepers got up and went, even though they were in desperation, the Bible says they got up and went. <laughs> in other words, they changed their location. They change their posture. They change their minds. And I stop by to tell someone who is sitting in desperation. It's time for you to relocate. It's time for you to change your position. It's time for you to change your mind. Because you don't know what God is going to do. Remember, man does not have the final say. But God is the author and the finisher of my life. The Bible says that the lepers got up and began to make their way to the enemy's camp but somebody say but the Bible says while they were on their way while they were relocating themselves 
that God went before them. And I stopped by to tell someone, keep hope alive because God will show up. God will show out. God will prepare a way before you, even in the presence of your enemies. The Bible says that God supernaturally caused the eardrums of the Arameans to hear more than what they normally heard. They heard a great army coming. They heard what they thought was their end and they ran away from the camp leaving all their goods, all their supplies, all their tents. They left and the Bible says when these lepers showed up at the enemy's camp that God had already moved in their favor. I'm here to tell someone that God is moving in your favor. Don't let desperation get the best of you, but determine that I will. Somebody say, I will. I will survive. Come on. Think, think, think about it. Think about it. Just think about the moment. Haven't you been in a desperate situation before? But didn't God bring you out? Well, guess what? If he did it before, he can do it <laughs> again. Desperate, but determined to survive. I will not give up. I will not quit. I will not sit where I am and die. I will not retreat back to the things I used to do because that's death. But I'll change my mind. I'll relocate my position and trust God to work things out in my favor. We know that you have been blessed through the hearing of God's Word on this day. We invite you to join us at New Providence Missionary Baptist Church, located at 4813 Hilltop Needmore Road, Fuquay, Varina, North Carolina. For more information, you can contact our ministry at 919-552-3531 or visit our website at www.newprovidencebaptist.com. Thank you for joining us and be blessed.